A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. In the Badger State, foaling season is the first six months of the year. If you're seeing little hooves at this time of year, there are specific things you need to think about for both baby and mom. Margaret Boyko is a veterinarian at Wisconsin Equine Clinic and Hospital. She shares those details. Yeah, so the biggest thing is keeping those babies safe. When foals are first born, they're born without an immune system. So it's important that they get the colostrum or the mare's first milk. And then that we make sure that within the first 24 hours of life, we're checking to make sure those babies got appropriate amounts of that colostrum and develop antibodies so they have an immune system. Um, that's that's the first thing in, in the first 24 hours of life. After that, it's just making sure you baby-proof everything. So have appropriate fencing. Um, don't turn them out with big horses that might run them around. Um, make sure you don't have a whole bunch of strange horses coming and going because, again, babies are, are fragile creatures. So, so those are the big things that you have to look out for. Um, and then just making sure that mom gets as much exercise and the baby gets exercise um, and everybody's eating and drinking. And, and happy. How does weather play a role? Yeah, so in the beginning of the season, so when you're thinking January, February, March, when there's snow, it's important to get those babies dry as fast as possible. And those babies really shouldn't be outside in the weather. So days where it's raining and it's only 45 degrees outside, probably shouldn't be turning your babies outside. Once the grasses start coming up, that's when you have to think about what the mama is eating. The babies isn't so much, but once the, the grass comes up, we have to pay attention to what mom is eating because the grasses have a lot of sugar at the beginning of spring, and that can lead to issues such as laminitis or founder. It's mostly just a horse thing, so horses are very delicate creatures. As Many people think they're these, these big, strong creatures, but really they're actually delicate flowers. So yeah, mostly with horses. Sensitive tummies. Can you explain what founder is and why uh, that greening grass is can be an issue? Sure. So when they eat that first green grass, it's going to cause them to eat a lot of sugar because, like I said, the first grass in the spring has a large amount of sugar in it. That sugar is going to cause an inflammatory response, and it's going to cause havoc on their feet. So it's actually going to inflame the lamina, which is the connective tissue between the coffin bone and the hoof wall, and that can start causing things like rotation of the coffin joint, or I'm sorry, of the coffin bone, um, and, and overall make those horses really, really sore. How do you prevent this issue from happening? So we don't necessarily have to stop most horses from eating grass. There's definitely some horses in the world that can't have grass because they have what's called metabolic syndrome. But as far as most normal horses, it's just a matter of introducing them to the grass slowly and not letting them eat a whole bunch of lush grass all at once. You know, spring brings more than just the greening of things. Before things start to green up, we experience a lot of mud, and it can get slippery for animals. Is that another issue, slipping, potential lameness that you have to deal with? Yeah, absolutely, and, and mud and ice, too, will cause slipping, too. The other thing that we find with mud is those horses standing in that mud and muck will cause thrush, as well as things like scratches or mud fever, where they get irritation on their pastern area and so they get a skin bacterial infection. Other things that it can cause is, is foot abscesses too. 
So does that mean you're on call a lot at the Wisconsin Equine Clinic and Hospital? You guys are based in Oconomowoc, but you have a pretty far reach around uh, the east, eastern part of Wisconsin, east central, and southeastern part of the state. Are you getting called out a lot to, to address these issues? Yeah, so we do always have somebody available on call. So there's always a veterinarian 24-7 on call. Me personally, since I focus on the reproductive aspect of it, I am on call 24-7 throughout breeding season for dystocias or difficult births and whatnot. But our field veterinarians are on call and they see a lot of issues in the spring. People are starting to get back into riding and showing. The horses have been sitting all winter and so maybe people are push them a little bit too hard too fast when they're getting them in shape. But yeah, we do see a lot of emergencies, especially in the spring. What are the biggest questions you're getting today? Oh, the biggest questions that I'm getting today is how people can help keep their horses healthy long term. So what they need to feed their older horses and and what they need to do just to keep those horses healthy and prevent issues. How do you respond? Yeah, so I say that it's it's very much tailored to each individual horse, but the big thing is having a good relationship with a local veterinarian and having somebody that you have available 24-7 for an emergency situation. Margaret Boyko is a veterinarian at the Wisconsin Equine Clinic and Hospital. She tells me horses can live up to 40 years. The average is about 25 years. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.